Hello, word nerds. Welcome to the dictionary. Uh, as I was preparing my web pages where I read all the holidays from, I was uh, doing some weird little like internal mouth beatboxing thing, and it sounded so interesting in my head. But uh, I don't think I could record it because it was so deep inside my face. Uh, but it sounded cool to me, and that was that was fun. Okay, let's talk about the words. Uh, but first, I should say that it is the last section of page two hundred and thirty-eight. Um, if you have not subscribed, what are you doing? If you have not written a review, what are you doing? You can go do that. That would be wonderful. Why? Because they tell me. That's what they tell me. I don't know. For some reason, I'm supposed to be in the charts because that's what's uh, considered great. So, hey, let's go do that. Um, and uh, you can um, you can message me if you want at DictionaryPod and email me DictionaryPodGmail.com. Call the Google Voice. Call the Google Voice. And leave a voicemail if you want. That would be fun. Let us let me hear what you have to say. You hear what I have to say. I should hear what you have to say. All right. Next. First. First word is cockatiel. C-O-C-K-A-T-I-E-L. Noun from 1877. A crested, small, gray Australian parrot with a yellow head. Mm, I am thinking of Tweety Bird. I thought I thought putty that. I did. I did see a putty that. That was probably terrible, but you heard it. Um, let's see. Dutch cacatiele from Portuguese cacatila. Uh, also cacatua, cacatua, and that means cockatoo. It's a cockatiel. Oh, the scientific name is. Nymphicus hollandicus of the family Cactuidae. Uh, Nymphicus hollandicus reminded me of that awesome scene in uh, Monty Python's Life of Brian. Oh my god, that was so funny. <sighs> Next is, now I'm just thinking of that scene. Next is Cockatoo, noun from 1634. Uh, do I need to spell it for you? I don't think so. Any of various large, noisy, chiefly Australasian crested parrots. Um, the family name is Kakuduadai, especially the genus Kakatua. Mm, yep, that's it for that. Next is Cockatrice or Cockatrice, T R I C E, noun from the 14th century. A legendary serpent that is hatched by a reptile from a cock's egg. And that has a deadly glance. Ooh, its glance is so deadly. Why do I think that's funny? Um, this is from anything interesting. Cockatrice, which means ichneumon or cockatrice. Nope, not interesting to me. Next is cock. What? Cockchafer. Cock. Cockchafer. I thought it was cockchafer. But I guess the enunciation, no, it is cockchafer. That's what it is. Noun from 1712, a large European beetle, destructive to vegetation as an adult and to roots as a larva. Also, any of various related beetles. The scientific name is Molo, no, Melolontha. Melolontha. It is literally that twice. Melolontha, Melolontha. That's more fun to say than Gallus Gallus, but that one's still pretty good. Next is Cock Crow. 
Two birds, cock crow, noun from the 13th century. The synonym is dawn. Like dusk and dawn, that kind of dawn is the cock crow. Is that, oh, because that's when the cock crows, duh. Why did it take you so long to get there? Next is cocked hat, noun from 1673. I'm really just reading this book to myself. I mean, that's all this is. Uh, and then if you happen to be listening, then uh, yeah. Uh, number one for cocked hat. A hat with brim turned up to give a three-cornered appearance. And of course, in the last episode, of course, you know this. Uh, one of the verbs or the something was uh, the cock. Yeah, the verb was a cock in your hat. So this is a cocked hat. In now number two, a hat with brim turned up on two sides and worn either front to back or sideways. You, you can't just willy-nilly turn your hat from front to sideways. It's not that simple. It has to be the right kind of hat. You have to be the right kind of person. You know, don't, you got to be careful with that. Um, next is the word cocker. First form, transitive verb from the 15th century. Synonyms are indulge and pamper. Uh, by the way, that statement about you got to be careful with the hat back or sideways, that was meant to be a joke. I don't know if people understand my jokes, but that was meant to be a joke. So understand, if I say something completely ridiculous, it's a joke. It's a joke. Um, second form of cocker is a noun from 1689, a keeper or handler of fighting cocks. Uh, third form of cocker, noun from circa 1811, it is the synonym cocker spaniel. You don't have time to say cocker spaniel. Is I got a cocker. That dog is a cocker. Next is cockerel, noun from the 15th century, a young male of the domestic chicken. We had this before, but it was just cock. It's also called cockerel. Um, let's see. The etymology doesn't help. So here's cocker spaniel, the whole thing all spelled out. Noun from 1841. <laughs> the synonym is English cocker spaniel. It keeps on getting longer. Clearly, they didn't have time to say English cocker spaniel. So that's why it went just down to cocker. And of course, that's the word that they picked, not spaniel. Uh, but, you know, people say spaniel, too. Uh, number two, any of a breed of spaniels developed in the U.S. from the English Cocker Spaniel that are smaller in size and have a shorter muzzle and longer, thicker coat. Uh, yes, they are they are shorter. They're smaller. So they had to take off the English. That's why the word got the, the, the name got shorter. Uh, next is Cock Eye, noun from circa 1825. It is a squinting eye. Popeye has a squinting eye. It's called a cockeye, and he goes, <laughs> that's all I can do. I rewatched that movie, and that is something else. Uh, fascinating and entertaining and ridiculous and crazy and weird. You, If you have not seen the Popeye movie, you got to go see the Popeye movie. Something special. All right, next is cockeyed adjective. It is an adjective from 1821. One, having a cockeye. 2A synonyms are askew and awry, cockeyed. 2B, slightly crazy, synonym is topsy-turvy, uh, as in a cockeyed scheme. 2C, ooh, that was a bad lip smack. Maybe we need some water. You've probably been like, oh my God, fix that right away. Okay, where were we? 
Uh, 2C, the 1A definition for the word drunk is cockeyed. Cockeyedly is an adverb. Cockeyedness is a noun. That's good for that one. Moving on to cockfight, noun from circa 1566. A contest in which gamecocks usually fitted with metal spurs are pitted against each other. This is like the worst, one of the worst things I could think of. I am not a fan of this at all. Sorry if I've lost all my listeners. Cockfighting is an adjective or noun. Next is cockhorse. One word. So what? Is this a, I don't know, noun from circa 1541? It is the, uh, the synonym is rocking horse. They used to call that a cockhorse? Just because it was male? That's what it says, I think. All right. Next is cockle. C-O-C-K-L-E, noun from before the 12th century, any of several weedy plants of the pink family, especially the synonym corn cockle. I guess we'll get there later. Second form of cockle, noun from the 14th century, one, any of various chiefly marine bivalve mollusks having a shell with convex radially, radially ribbed valves, especially a common edible European bivalve. The family is Cardidae, something like that. Uh, scientific name, Carastoderma edulae, and then also Cardium edulae. I don't know if it's edulae or not. Number two, that was all number one? Jeez. Uh, number two, synonym is cockle shell. Uh, it is from... Well, that's so that cockle shell is sort of redundant. It's from the Middle French coquille, which means shell. So it's coquille shell, cockle shell. Uh, modified from Latin conchilia. Uh, from there's lots of stuff. It means conch or conch, however you say that word. Third form of cockle, noun from the 15th century. Synonyms are pucker and wrinkle. Cockle. Cockle is also a verb. The etymology. Mm, there we go with that middle French word again, coquille, which means wavy or rounded like a shell. Moving on to cockle, cockleburr. Cockleburr, that's hard to say. Why? I don't know. Noun from 1804. Any of a genus of prickly fruited composite plants. Also, one of its stiff spined fruits. Mm, the genus name is Xanthium with an X. Next is cockle shell. Yep, there's that repetitive word. Noun from the 15th century. 1A, the shell or one of the shell shell valves of the cockle. 1B, a shell as a scallop shell, suggesting a cockle shell. It suggests it. What does it suggest it to do? Number two, a light flimsy boat. Next is cockles of the heart from 1671 the core of one's being and this is usually used in the phrase warm the cockles of the heart i don't know why for some reason that seems like it should be said in an irish accent all right our last word is cockloft mm, yeah you know how to spell it noun from 1589 a small garret g-a-r-r-e-t no clue what a garret is we will learn that later so the words in this episode were cockatiel, cockatoo, cockatrice, cockchafer, I don't even remember what any of these are, cockcrow, cocktat, cocker, cockerel, cocker spaniel, cockeye, cockeyed, cockfight, cockhorse, 
cockle, 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 cockle shell, cockles of the heart, and cockloft. Well, I think maybe I'll just pick cockles of the heart as the word of the episode. Because you warm the cockles of my heart. Oh, yeah, baby. That was an excuse to put it into a song because it seemed the easiest thing to do. The least amount of brain effort. All right. Uh, what are the holidays today? 9-9. Ukraine Armored Forces Day. California. California Admission Day. Admission into what? Costa Rica Children's Day. In Japan, it is Chrysanthemum Day, or also Kiku no Seku. In Slovakia, it is Day of the Victims of Holocaust and of Racial Violence. In the UK, it is Emergency Services Day. Feel like feel like I need to overstretch my lips to speak better. It is Re- uh, Independence Day or Republic Day. Mm, the People's the, the Democratic Re- People's um, Democratic People's Republic of Korea. So many words. That is North Korea. I could have just said that. It is Independence Day in Tajikistan from the USSR. It is Martyrs Day in Afghanistan. Remembrance for Herman the Cheruskin. That is the troth, whatever the troth is. Up, oh, and I think we're still on yesterday for this page. It is the MTV Video Music Awards. It is a question mark holiday in Australia. Are you okay? That is a holiday in Australia? Okay, I don't know what you're supposed to do on that day. In Costa Rica, it is Children's Day. In Italy, it is Day of Remembrance of the Missing Sailors at Sea. In Switzerland, it is Genevan Prayer Day. And I think it is time for some fun holidays. It would be great if in the future for this show, I could actually, like, celebrate each of these in some way. In yeah, that would be kind of cool. It is Care Bears Share Your Care Day. Care Bears Share Your Care Day. I don't know the song, the theme song to the Care Bears. But I used to watch that when I was a kid because I am a child of the 80s. Mm, Fetal Alcohol Spectrum Disorders Awareness Day. What? I don't know what disorders and why would they be on Spectrum? I don't know anything about that. I should probably know this. Uh, Maybe someday we'll actually read about that. It is international, but I also, please... I don't want no babies born with fetal alcohol disorder. That's not good. Um, international buy a priest a beer day. So if you see, I, oh, oh, this would be good. If you want a free beer, maybe go to a bar dressed as a priest. Yeah, see what that see see what that brings. Have fun with that. If you do that, let me know. It is International Sudoku Day. I I do really like Sudoku. Uh, I can do the easies. Great. I can do the mediums. Fine. The hard? Hmm, there's a pretty good chance I might not be able to finish a hard Sudoku. It, they get to a point where you gotta guess, or maybe I'm just not smart enough, but it is a fun game. Works your brain. Do it. It is National Steak au Poivre Day, whatever that means. It is French. National Teddy Bear Day. When I was a kid, I had a poster in my room of a whole bunch of teddy bears, I think, if I'm remembering this correctly. I think we threw it out when I got a little too old, but I seem to remember, I have vague memories, no, more than vague, of this, like, poster, I think it was a a painting, of, like, a cabin somewhere, and it had all these teddy bears. Man, I would love to see an image of that again. 
It is National Wienerschnitzel Day. Are you okay day in Australia? Yeah, it's probably good to ask people if they're okay sometimes. It is Tester's Day. It is Wonderful Weirdos Day. This is my day. Thank you very much. And that is it. Those are all the holidays. Those are all the things. Oh, I think I said I was going to get a little bit personal in the last episode, and I didn't, so maybe I'll do it here. Um, yesterday, I uh, had an exam because I'm having a little bit of a swallowing issue. Um, by the way, if you're not interested in this, I, you can just go. You can turn this off. I don't care. I'm just saying this for my own benefit because um, maybe I'll, I'll forget and I'll need to remember. Um, but yeah, I did, a, I did a test. I did the swallow the barium sulfate test. And uh, somebody told me that uh, that was really didn't taste so good. And uh, and I was like, oh, I was like, oh, no, what is it going to taste like? What is it going to taste like? But I asked them and they said that uh, they've worked out the formula and it's better than it used to be. And so I tried it and it's actually kind of sweet. It's not the worst taste. I would choose other things. I would choose it before I tasted other things. So they did a good job at uh, making the stuff taste better. But. It's still kind of like you're drinking white paint, and uh, that's a little weird. It's a very heavy, thick thing, and, you know, but before that, the first thing, you have to swallow these crystals, and I was like, what am I going to swallow these crystals for? It is exactly like Pop Rocks. It's kind of crazy, and also kind of sweet and tasty, kind of like Cock Cock Rocks. No, that was in the last episode. We haven't gotten to Cock Rock yet. Is that in the book? Mm, Cock Rock? No. Uh, Pop Rocks is what I meant to say. Uh, so that was like kind of interesting. And it, the, the whole point of it is to produce gas so your belly fills up so they can see and they're better. And that makes sense. But I didn't know that. And I was like, why am I swallowing this gas? And you're not supposed to burp. Don't burp. Uh, they said that because it releases the gas and that's not good. So I had like the tiniest little burp. Not much. When the procedure was over, you feel kind of heavy and you start moving around. And then that's when the burps come. That's when the burps come. Uh, that was funny. All of a sudden, it's just like, oh, there's that burp. There's that gassy burp as I'm trying to, like, talk to the nurse walking back to the dressing room. Because they had to put, I had to put a, the thing on. Anyway, that's it. I have another uh, appointment in a few weeks to uh, where they put the scope. They put the camera down your throat. Make sure everything's cool. The muscles, they're just not swallowing food as strongly as they should. It's fine. Whatever. Cool. We're going to end this episode there. Thank you very much for listening. And until next time, this is Spencer dispensing information. Goodbye.